Hi, friends. Welcome to the Edge of Fear podcast, hosted by Liz Basil Lewison at Liz Without a Pillow. Each week, I'll be bringing you some different insights, lessons, and laughs with an end goal of a more empowered and authentically happier human race. Everybody's got a story, and everybody's story is important. Let's do this. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Edge of Fear podcast. This week, we are going to be talking about online dating and dating in general because it is, I feel like, a question that has come up for me a lot recently um, by friends and family who are engaging in the online dating scene. And while my experience is minimal, I met my ex on Tinder almost six years ago and I think jumped back on Tinder at one point like when we briefly broke up around year one and a half and then I was on Hinge last summer for about a month and it was a whirlwind month let me tell you. I talk about it a little bit in the James Boomhauer episode but so I said last week that I would be speaking more to things that are like going on presently in my life rather than just lessons that I've learned throughout life. But I think that this is an important one because I've realized recently how much I hate online dating, even though I'm not currently online dating. Hearing the problems that exist in that world and just kind of like putting myself back into that situation of online dating is it's it's honestly like it kind of hurts my soul. And like I see the dishonesty sometimes in people's relationships and not in a judgmental way of why would she stay or why are they even together or anything like that. But just really from a place of love, like I wish that I could give these people the tools to communicate more effectively, which I guess is still judgy. But it really is like out of love. And so in my least possible holier than thou, I am more righteous than you as I possibly can attempt to be. I would like to give some tips on my experience from online dating and from dating while traveling and from now being home for six months and what I've gathered through my research. Okay, so the episode is called Disposable Humans because that is, in my perspective, exactly what we do on dating sites. And I think if you live in a city or near a city, it's kind of the way that we treat people because suddenly hundreds, maybe thousands of men or women, couples, whatever you're looking for, are showing up as available and potentially interested in you. Like... I don't know. Part of me loves it because I'm like, there are that many people interested in me. Look how goddamn interesting I am. Like, why wouldn't they be interested in me? It's great because you get that like validation of look at all these people that are interested in me. But it's such garbage. And I know I'm not like this. None of this is going to be novel. Like none of this episode is going to be new. It's just going to be (laughs) concise, I hope. We'll see. Uh, It's going to be all in one place, condensed. And I just hope that you will think about it. And my friends who are thinking about becoming app creators and aren't yet, but definitely should, I hope you get a couple of ideas from this because I really think that we could change the dating world. And I really want to have some words in that conversation. And I know that there are smarter people than me with better ideas. So I hope that you send this episode to your friends who are smarter than me and would have better ideas for an app because there's got to be a way. But so, okay. 
So you're on a dating app and you suddenly have this validation of, look, I can talk to as many people as I want or don't want to, and I can feel validated from them and I can swipe anytime and all of these instant gratification things are here for me right at my fingertips and look how easy this is. But the downside is that every single person that we swipe on or every single person that we talk to for a day or two days or a week or three weeks or many months and then just stop talking to them out of the blue or we go on a date with them and then stop talking to them or we say something maybe hurtful in a conversation with them and we stop talking to them. We just, it's not teaching us any fucking people skills at all. Online dating is really not a good representation of dating because everybody on there is lonely in some capacity. That's why we're on there, right? And this, again, is like not meant to judge you if you're online dating. I, again, met my last boyfriend online dating and met lots of really wonderful people last year while I was on Hinge. But we just don't have to show up as a real person there. It's really easy to just like hide behind your screen and hide behind the keyboard and it doesn't promote I don't think healthy habits because both people like are lonely and there's already this kind of understanding and this commonality that we at the very least believe one another to be at least some degree of attractiveness and there's maybe one other thing that the other person is interested in. Maybe you guys had like a good conversation or they are smart or they have a good job or they look like they would be interested in some of the same things as you, whatever. So, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but when I was on Hinge last year, like when I first got on, so it had been my first time on a dating app in like three years, three and a half years. And I'm like flipping through, got a guy with a fish, got a guy with a dog, guy with a guitar, guy with his sister, guy with baby, niece and nephew, whatever, all these different men and all their different things. And one is an artist. Another one is like really into boats or really into cars or really into motorcycles, whatever. They all have like their interests and it's it's very interesting. And being a person who's interested in people, I'm I'm very interested by it. But I then also like, envision myself literally in their life like at the site of the profile picture like do you guys all do this but it's just so funny because I'm like I I could see myself on that boat (laughs) I could see myself on that hike and so like for a moment it's it is real it's not just a person in a picture And if you guys do this, you envision your lives intertwined and like what that would look like. And then you decide to swipe left or right. And again, that was only in the very beginning. Like after that, I was like rapid fire swiping, obviously, because that's what happens. It desensitizes you. But for that moment, it's real. They're real. And so this like cancel culture of I need to now dispose of this person because we went on one bad date or we had one bad conversation or we disagree on this one thing. And I just don't think it's that simple. And this is coming from a professional breaker upper. So again, have yet to be in a healthy, successful relationship. I know I've mentioned this before, but I just know I can also identify like when I knew that my relationships weren't healthy or successful. And then, you know, it took me another six months to three and a half years to actually end it. But okay, so the cancel culture, the people are disposable, all of that is really like a serious negative consequence of online dating. If you want to cancel people out of your life without a thought or a conversation, 
I mean, I think we have all done it in some capacity, but if you want to like continue living your life that way and continue to not more effectively communicate with people, then just keep doing what you're doing. If that's what you've done in the past, then that's totally fine. And honestly, honestly, no judgment. That's okay. Like my dad is the king of that shit. Like I I, I did it this year where I just completely stopped talking to someone who meant something to me and it was hard. But I am growing from that and at least two of those people I've actually had a conversation with like since then basically where I either very explicitly apologized for my inauthenticity and my wrongdoing and my disposal of them or I alluded to the fact that you know maybe in the future things will be right again but I think with dating because of its fleeting nature because you just met this person you don't owe them anything and so it just doesn't teach you people skills so it's it's really hard and so my proposal for this because I don't like to just complain about things anymore is that we just you know change it like show up a little bit more honestly with a little bit more integrity and show up as we are and I think that one of the ways that we do this is by putting some accountability to your online dating profile and so because obviously we're not going to eliminate online dating this is ridiculous we we live online of course there's online dating but again to my friends who are app creators listen up is there a way I'm ridiculous. I'm right and everything I say is right. Listen to me. Um, Is there a way that we could possibly give like testimonials for people and also have other people like give testimonials of us so that if I want to say so-and-so was really, really sweet and thoughtful and great in bed, but we had different values about X, Y, and Z. And then, you know, specifically state them. And then other people have to have written something about me so that you see if I'm a complete crazy person, you know, maybe you're not going to listen to my story if I'm like totally out there. And I have three like character letters saying that I gave like really stalkery presents. And <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. This is a ridiculous example. Um, and I, I like, oh gosh, I, I hesitate to even like give examples of like what would quote crazy be because it's such a thing of perception is something that I've really like come to terms with this year. I realized that just because I perceive something that you did as crazy doesn't mean that it necessarily was crazy. I think I tell this story a little bit in through different lenses. Um, my story about my friend Ash. Okay. So yeah, so I I think that if there was a little bit more accountability, if we were like real people, and I've heard this before, I think probably on like Joe Rogan, where in a few years, maybe a couple decades, every single thing that we do is going to be online. Like there's not going to be any use in lying because everyone will be able to find everything that you've like ever said or thought or did. And so it's almost like let's just like jump the gun on that and like have a little bit more honesty with one another. Because if you knew what my cousins and sisters thought of me, like maybe I wouldn't have an opportunity to show up any differently than that. And it gives you an opportunity to just be and to be exactly who you are and to not be somebody different for the relationship that you're in. And that I think would in turn 
cause you to take off this mask because if you have to be somebody that you're not in your relationship then that's like a hard lie to hold on to so that brings me to my next point about online dating which is the lack of vulnerability and the lack of authenticity and so i think that what the online dating does and what we can do to combat it is with online dating we are really just like putting our best foot forward for longer than I think we normally or naturally would during the courting process. And so what I mean by that is that if even if we aren't necessarily compatible with a person and we can kind of see it right away, there's this like competitive nature to like be the best on the date. And like you just want to like be desired further, even if you don't necessarily like the person. And so there becomes this lack of authenticity as a result because we just want to be desired, which I guess is real true to life also if you're on a date, even if you didn't meet them online. But it's just crazy. It's just, I guess it's just kind of silly because we end up wasting each other's time. And then the flip side of that is maybe one another would really, really, really love the person that you actually are, but you're trying to show up as what you think that they would be. And I I guess that's really <laughs> the point of the podcast is that if you just show up more authentically and like get real vulnerable with like what you're actually afraid of um, and what you're actually feeling and what you're actually experiencing and really let this other person into your world like they might really love that and if they don't you're gonna still start to get really a lot more comfortable with who you really are and maybe you'll be able to show up for other people in that way which I think is really really special to be able to and really like a privilege to be able to show up for yourself and for life in the skin that you feel comfortable in and in the skin that you feel good. Damn, I give myself chills sometimes. Okay. <laughs> um, and so that ties into the next point of vulnerability. And so this is a piece of advice that I've been giving through the podcast, I think, but also to a few people directly related in my life that are dating right now or newly single or whatever in a new relationship and it's just or even in an old relationship people from my class I've given this to or in my um, landmark classes because this is what we work on in those classes this is why I feel much more empowered and skilled in these areas is from taking the landmark classes and working on my my personal development and my personal communication and my effectiveness as a human being and when we don't when we don't let the other person into our world, into our experience, into our feelings, into our vulnerable places, into the places that are hard to talk about, they don't know what's going on with us and we're like trying to look cool and trying to look cool just isn't going to get you anywhere because who you really are is probably infinitely cooler than the coolest version of yourself that you think that you could portray to someone else and the really cool part about showing up as your real self is the people who really like you you know that they really like you when you show up to a date or many dates over and over holding in the things that you're like afraid of or like you're like wearing like a super tight outfit because you're trying to show off like your body that you know, has an eating disorder or you overexercise or you overeat or you binge eat or you whatever. I mean, 
literally whatever. And you're, you're showing up trying to show off, trying to flaunt this thing that you're really insecure about. And that's like, that's what we do because we're so insecure about so many things that we like can't even hide it. And so when we try to hide it, it's like more obvious. So if you just say, I mean, don't show up to your first date and be like about my eating disorder. I mean, or do, but like, don't do it right at the beginning. Like definitely talk about it at some point though. But like show up to the date and be like, I was really nervous. I don't, I didn't know what to wear. Um, I mean, see how they really show up for you when you are like authentic and see what they open up to you about. Because the moment that we open the doors of vulnerability, authenticity, truth, honesty, integrity, people around you start to stand in theirs too. And who knows, maybe the person that you're on a date with like already is a really honest and integrity integrityed person and maybe they are going to be so fucking refreshed to hear your honesty, your authenticity, your vulnerability. I referenced this in one of my early blogs with um, the gif from Just Friends with Ryan Reynolds and Amy Smart. And it's um, Ryan Reynolds' mom in the movie. She's giving him advice as he's about to go on his, um, like, friend date that he is trying to make into a date. But it's like breakfast with Jamie. Be yourself. Be yourself. Be yourself. (laughs) I think that's the whole song. Um, (laughs) But... Like, honestly, I I love that advice. I give it to all my friends. It's funny because I've definitely been hearing it my whole life. And now I'm giving it to you. But honestly, like, go out there, be yourself. Don't treat people as though they are disposable because they aren't. And we all deserve some kind of kindness. Uh, I briefly dated a guy in college and we had a really deep connection, but I wasn't ready for a relationship with him or with anybody at that moment in my life. And I wanted to just blow him off, but we went to a tiny college and it would have been really obvious if I did. And I couldn't sit with that, that I was going to have to see him around campus and at parties and stuff and, and have to like bear that weight, that like lie, that awkwardness. And so I went to his dorm and had a really hard conversation with him about all the things that I liked about him and all the reasons why I was afraid to continue a relationship with him. And it was still really weird and uncomfortable, but I didn't have any weight to bear on the discomfort. It was uncomfortable, but it wasn't painful. And years and years later, he and we weren't like not friends anymore, but we definitely weren't close anymore. And years and years later, he told me that even though it was really hard at the time that he really appreciated me standing up and like saying that because ghosting now is so shitty and I don't that's really the end of that story but like ghosting is just so shitty so fucking shitty and and I again I do I talk about it in the James Blumhauer episode I am really grateful for the guy who ghosted me last summer because I definitely wouldn't have gone to Europe had that not happened you know in a slew of other weird nudges from the universe for me to pick up and go and and fucking change my life and make the choice to change my fucking life and not be upset anymore about the ways in which I hold myself back and don't acknowledge that it's my own responsibility 
So, you know, ghosting has its perks sometimes, I guess. But I think for the most part, it's really hurtful that you could think that it's okay to treat people as though they're not people and that they are disposable. Somebody who has been intimately entwined in your life for any duration of time and to say that like, you matter so little, I don't even owe you any reason to stop talking to you. And that's not to say that if you've been ghosted, you're worthless because I've been ghosted and I know I'm not worthless. But it is to say that the next time you're thinking about ghosting somebody, because you think about it, there's a thought there at some point. It's not just, oh, I forgot that I was talking to that person every day for like weeks or I totally forgot that I spoke to this person like six times. Like, get your shit together if you're forgetting, like, humans. Honestly, like, if you're not on serious drugs and you're just forgetting that people exist, tough love right now, but, like, get your shit together. All right. I think that's all I'm going to say on that. I think that what we're missing is just honesty. I think we're not being honest with ourselves about what we want and what we care about and what actually matters to us. And I think that we're not being honest with the people that we are in conversation with because it's hard to face ourselves and it's hard to be honest. So I think the last thing that I wanted to mention is if you've been on a dating site for a little while, I also definitely recommend you listen to the James Blumhauer episode where I tell the story about my first like six weeks on hinge last year when i i'll just tell it right now um i had been on hinge for about like two weeks last year and i was really nervous about it i was like talking to a few guys and like flirting with a few guys and nobody had asked me out and i hadn't really like pushed to go out with anybody and it just felt like everybody was kind of living in this like online dating world where it just lives here the conversation is just here in your messages and it doesn't like actually go anywhere and I had been feeling really alone for like three or four months at that point and I needed like somebody like physically in front of me I needed somebody like that I knew was real the online people just weren't real and So basically, I decided that I was going to say yes to the next person that that asked me. So somebody asked me out and we went out, you know, two days later when whenever he asked me to that Friday night and I was so excited about it. I like told my roommates, I told my girlfriends and we like went to this like little dive bar and we had great conversation and it was really fun and he was really handsome and we like like made out in his jeep and I like told all my girlfriends about it like I actually embarrassingly sent a snapchat like group message to like all these different friends from all these different groups and I did not mean to make it into a group message but it was so hilarious and embarrassing also simultaneously and so like all of these different friends are like heckling me now um asking about the date and the kiss and everything and So then like the next day I'm talking to my uh, best girlfriends in the group chat and I'm like, guys, I'm in love. This is so wonderful. And one of my girlfriends is like four or five months ahead of me on her five-year relationship ending. And so she's, I was calling her my dating guru. So she's like, Liz, you're not in love. It's a release of 
like oxytocin and like serotonin and happy chemicals and you are not in love please go make a date with someone else for like tonight or tomorrow and it's like a Sunday and I'm like but I have another date with Adam on Tuesday and she's like I don't care about that like make another date for like today or tomorrow with somebody else and so so I did so I went back on uh, the app and there had been a guy who had asked me to go for ice cream on Monday and so and so I like made nicknames for all of them so like J- like Monday was ice cream Jason real original nicknames <laughs> but it was like helpful for me for the story for the sake of the story and so I go on a date with Jason and Jason is completely different from Adam but equally cool maybe even cooler so much fun and we didn't kiss and I paid my half of the ice cream and we had so much fun getting ice cream that we actually went and got like some pizza and it was really nice and it was really important for me to see that oh actually like I just like being social and I was lonely and so then I I decided to do this little experiment where I would go on as many dates as I could for a couple of weeks and see if I found anybody that I liked and I also told myself that I would be completely honest with everybody that I came in contact with about the experiment maybe not call it an experiment although if it was happening now I definitely would but I was like telling them you know I have two more dates this week or six more dates this week or I had a date yesterday and I wasn't doing it in like a Christina Gordon word braggadocious way but I was doing it in a way that like I was just being honest about it and I haven't gone on a date in fucking five years and I would like to feel better about it before I commit to anything and so it was really great I I met a bunch more wonderful people most of whom I split the bill with didn't kiss was I I told all of them if I wasn't interested in seeing them again um you know nicer than that but I wasn't dishonest with anybody and I didn't have any bad feelings about it besides the guilt of the breakup being pretty recent But the point of telling you this story is each guy that I went out with was so amazed by my like gusto for dating because they all like hadn't been on a date in a month and they'd been on Hinge every day or they, you know, would only go on dates on the weekend or only go, you know, whatever. But like we put these like rules on things that we do and we're like, I don't want to go on like too many hinge dates like just make it a fucking thing for like a couple weeks and then and get it out of your system because I did those two weeks and I found like three guys that were super wonderful and then I narrowed it down to like one and then he goes to me three weeks later so like whatever it's still trash but then I got off of it and granted I was traveling but I haven't gotten back on it and so I really think that like an effective way to do dating sites is to do it for a couple of weeks and then delete the app delete the app like don't just not go on it because that's horseshit I've heard so many people say yeah I'm not online dating or I'm not on the app anymore but they're actually just like not logging on that much you're still in this this fucked up loop of I need validation and I like I want the power of being able to swipe on people so it's really fucked up um that's my thoughts I hope that you learned to just be more honest with yourself and who you are and don't be afraid of not looking cool or not looking sexy because it's better to show up as you are for 
the beginning than have to like tell them that you've been lying the whole time when you start to show up as a different version of yourself later down the line and wouldn't you just rather be like compatible from the get-go with somebody that like likes you for you um and yeah don't treat people like shit I love you guys and thanks for coming back for another episode. See you soon. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to today's episode. For more information on this episode, check out the show notes or find me on Instagram at Liz without a pillow. If you loved what you listened to or know somebody that would, please share it. Screenshot the episode in the podcast app, share it to your Instagram story and tag me. If you'd like to lend your personal support, take a moment and leave a review on iTunes. We would be so grateful. Tune in next week for a brand new episode. See you then.